that is vishnu incarnated himself as yajna swarupa and vishnu is the adipati he is ruling deity for all veda karmas that is yajna yajna vidir yajna yajna go yajna vahana yajna pratyajna vrityajna yajna bhukyajna sadhana yajna dagritya hikyukyam annam annadeya vacha this is so later the vishnu sahasranam explain vishnu is the one who performs the yajna and he is also the process of yajna itself and he is the one he is causes the yajnas to happen and he is the messenger through which the ahudis the whatever is being offered in the yajna is being taken to him and five prajyatnu bhojanam bhokta he is the one who consumes everything the inner meaning when we say when he consumes is that he is the experience experience and the object of experience actions of experience himself therefore when we say vedaya namaha that is veda vidam veda veda vedaya mean he is the personification of vedas which are synonymous with him and vishnu is the yajna swarupi veda vide namaha vedango veda vid kavi veda vid mean one who knows the meaning of the vedas vedas essentially concentrate on the sound or the syllables and they have the meanings also normally when the sound are given most people do not understand the meaning when we say the sound for example we take narayana sutta sahastra sirasham devam viswaacham vishasambhavam visham narayanam devam acharam paramam padam vishadaparamanitam visham narayana gumharim see now it has two parts one is the sound that comes out of this and the second is meaning the meaning whatever is being offered to this is from the narayana sutta now the meaning lends itself to minimum three meanings one meaning the literary meaning word to word the second is it conveys you a cosmological phenomena or a scientific fact and the third is the mantra swarupa or the implication in tantra practices contrary to popular belief <coughs> sri vaishnava system also has the tantra that is there there is called lakshmi tantra therefore the you can find out the meaning of the word for example narayana magayam vishwatmanam parayanam narayana paro jyotiratma narayana pra narayana is the atman of everything and he is a jyoti narayana of jyoti narayanam jyotiratma narayana pra narayana is the parabrahma meaning but again but there is a inbuilt meaning for the sound waves that are being created so vishnu is the one who is the meaning of the sound when we talk about bhagavan vishnu shiva and shakti uh, saundaryali first shloka will start shiva shaktya yukto yati bhavati shakta prabhavitum nache devam devo nakala kujala spanditum abhi atatvam aradyam ariyara virinchadi bhavahi pranantum stotum va kadamagrata punya prabhavati that is how acharya would say mean shiva and shakti 
are intertwined like word and meaning similarly in vedas the sound and its meaning are bhagwan vishnu itself and vishnu is a master of that because he is the veda swarupi vedo vedyo vaidya satayohi vishnu is one who is a yogi vishnu is a yogi in the sense that he is always in a posture of assumed sleep it is not sleep it is called it is not nidra it is called yoga nidra that is he appears to be asleep but he is awake that is the stage where one when one is connected to the objects sensory objects in this world yet he remains aloof from that so when vishnu is in yoga nidra he is in fact meditating upon the parabrahma and he is also carrying out the job of maintenance sustenance of this world so this is possible for people in day to day life also in the sense that janaka is rated to be one of the greatest seers one of the greatest because once uh, narada asked mahavishnu who is the greatest rishi in performance of his duties who always thinks of brahman vishnu replied janaka is the best rishi as far as i know then narada see janaka by name indicate those people who have this tendency of being in the thick of thing yet away from it tavarele mele neer iruttala they are attached to it and they are there but still not there so janaka is the term given to people of this nature whenever we think of janaka we always think of the father of sita not necessary janaka is a name given to those people the lineage where they have realized the parabrahman yet they carried out the duties as a king so this is the special name so when this is expressed by a mahavishnu narada was doubtful then vishnu said okay i'll demonstrate what he did was i mean then one day when uh, janaka finished his duties after finishing him mean, after king after the evening he went out for listening to a kalakshepa when the kalakshepa was being delivered one messenger came running to him and told him uh, rajan there is a fire enveloping your mithila city then uh, janaka said okay you can go after some time another man came and said sir it is nearing your uh, palace they went again it has reached your harem and another man came and then the whole palace is being burned and another fellow came everything is burnt ashes janaka did not who he was listening to the kalakshepa the kalakshepa was over then he started going walking slowly i mean as normal pace towards this mithila then one man appeared and then asked him now people have been coming and telling you that your city is being burnt down yet you are not gone what's up for raja you are then janaka immediately replied what exactly do you want me to do what do you think i should have done which i have not done 
Now I have finished my duties of a king till I come. Now it is one of the duties for a king to listen to Satsanga Sat Ubanyasa. I have come and my mind is here. Now you have given me one, you have given, you have told me that the city is being burnt. What is it that I could have done? If I had come down, would I have stopped that single-handedly? Definitely, I have people who are appointed for it, right? They should have taken care. Then if still it has come back, people come and say it is being, first it has reached here, it is reached here. That, that means they are not doing their functions properly. Fine. Now let me concentrate on this. Now after everything is over, when I reach the town, what would have happened? Either the city would have been there or it would have been destroyed. If it had been there, then I need not have worried. If it has been destroyed, as a king, I have done my duty. I have administered the kingdom. I have appointed people and they were supposed to look after. If by their misdemeanor it has not happened, what is it I can do? My main really running away from place, from doing a particular job on which I am doing for the present. I will not be doing justice to what I am doing right now. So that is why I am going then immediately. <coughs> It was Narada himself. He told him, I am doing this. I just wanted to know. Please come with me. Then we went there. The uh, Mithila and palace was intact. The message in this story, this parable is that whenever an action is being done, we have to be attentive to in executing the job and once possible actions and alternatives have been taken, we should forget about it and then move on to the next thing. This is nothing but Karma Yoga in action. That is a Yogini. What is the definition of a Karma Yogi? Siddha Pragya Kya. Siddha Pragya. What is the definition of a Siddha Pragya? One whose mind is devoted and fixed on something. And who is a Karma Yogi? One of the half-quoted half uh, and misquoted, misrepresented sloka is Karmandeva Atikarase Mahapaleshu Kalachana. The normal interpretation is that Krishna says, you do your duty, don't expect the results. Is it logical? You start doing some things and then you don't expect results, nothing will happen. And it is not, it is against human nature. Everything, every action is performed with an effort to get the fruits of action. Correct? Then such being the case, was Krishna making some nonsensical statements? No. There are th I don't think I have explained this. Have I explained this in this class? Uh, uh, madam, have I explained this in this class? This concept? Hello? No, sir. Yeah. No. Now, no, this is as, as good as a time. What is yoga? Whenever we keep, keep talking about this, yogine. Now, whenever people say, Karma Neva Adhigarasti, I mean, you have the right to perform duty and not to its fruit. So never work for food, fruit, nor yet to desist from work, which means you keep on doing your duty. Don't expect your result. But because performing duty is your function. Now, for example, I am telling you, every day, if you are going to office, you will go to office, when the next first day, first month comes, whether salary comes or not, it doesn't matter. Does it work that way? When you come and sit, when you start cooking at the house, you start cooking, you don't care whether it is cooked or overcooked or undercooked, whether it is tasty or not. No. Right? 
that is against human nature what does krishna mean what krishna means here is the fact that whenever an action is contemplated there are three types of action one is action the second is inaction and the second is non action action is what we normally do expecting the results right whatever you do and then we do i do everybody the second is inaction doing nothing the third one is what krishna recommend is non action that is whatever we you or me whoever we are doing this is called the action we are not acting we are only reacting whenever a situation presents itself to us we immediately react still worse sometimes we say that we are proactive we just initiate any action these are the two things that happen in every individual's life what do we do either we react to a situation or an event in our life or we start an event or something supposing in the house atte sose idre yarano uru shuru martare right whether x or y either they started or they joined or reacted right this is the only way the things can happen not only atte any action when you go to office when you go to your shop every angle what krishna is there says whenever you perform an action for example you take an example this is action whatever we are doing second is inaction doing nothing that is just like a donkey whatever happened nobody bothers they say they that belongs to a certain people they are ruined so that we don't bother now what krishna recommends is supposing you are performing an action for let us take the example of your brushing your teeth you want to brush your teeth in the morning now analyze very carefully what are the things that go to make up to complete this job don't think it is funny it is very very serious but all the things which we are going to talk about take place in microseconds in our mind and we execute the task number 1 night we go to bed first point is we do not know whether i go to bed let me talk this way i go to bed i do not know whether i will be alive tomorrow that is one agent that is one of the factors that determine the completion of brushing my teeth number 2 when i get up in the morning my body should be in a fit condition to get up from the bed and stand on my feet assume that is also is over when i stand on the ground there should be gravitational force in gravitational force functioning which enables me to stand on the floor right then fourth i have to walk my muscles should cooperate number 5 i go to whatever toilet room bathroom or wherever it go i find the toothpaste now first point is in many homes sometimes you know when you go and then go to get a tooth brush tooth brush uh, toothpaste it may it may be nearly full i mean nearly empty we leave that we'll take it as a normal position toothpaste is there when you press the toothpaste toothpaste should come out because it should work that is the gravitational force and the pressure should work then when you take the brush it should fall on the brush when you start doing it your whole body should coordinate and you should brush your teeth then water should be there you will have to gargle and spit out see this looks silly but think all these things we are assuming for granted correct am i right or wrong yes yes yes, yes. now what krishna is says 
If so many factors are there, whenever we want to wash, brush our teeth, are we thinking of all these things every night? Even when I go to bed, do I think of this? I don't think. I don't take it. No. Now what Krishna says is, see these about say 10 factors are necessary for completing a job. Correct? Out of that, one factor is yourself. Right? If I want to complete one job, there are 10 factors needed to complete that job. I am only one factor. So balance, 9 factors are there. Right? These 9 factors are not in my control. For example, in brushing the teeth, that whether I will be alive tomorrow is not in my hand. Tomorrow morning whether my leg will function is not in my hand. Gravitational force is not in my hand. What is in my hand then? My hand is that my intention is to brush my teeth. I will attempt to walk to the best of my abilities, go to where the toothpaste is there, do it. This is all I can do. So what? Now, if you start worrying whether I'll be in the, whether I shall really get up in the morning, whether I will have paralytic attack, whether I will, my hands will, my legs will carry me, whether some earthquake will come, whether the whole building will collapse. See, these are the paranoidical factors, you no know, paranoidical factors. See, these we should not give room to. So when you start worrying about the result, you are spoiling the only factor which is functioning perfectly that is yourself right when you now even if all the other nine factors are working perfectly because of you are not performing your job by getting yourself confused you are spying the whole job therefore best thing is do to the best of your ability and leave the rest. That's all. That's all in your hand. Now, at, say at an age, now let us take my age, at the age, now can I try to run as fast as, as I was doing at the age of 25? Or can I uh, compete with somebody who runs at the age of 35? There is nothing wrong. That is motivation. That is the Western concept we got. Try to reach something which you cannot do it. Right? Now, what happens, this is what happens in our life. We keep everything like this. I cannot do it. Why I cannot do it? Because it is not in your hands. Since it is not in your hands, don't bother about it. In the case of you trying to outdo a 23-year-old man, you know you are past it. Don't bother about it. There are people I have seen, they need not feel that they are very old. They not should they feel they are too young. When people start telling me I am mentally young, that means that you are getting old. Don't think about anything. When you are young, did you think you are young? When you are old, do you, don't think young or don't take it as old. This is as far as the age is concerned. Similarly, whenever you perform an action, do it to the best. When the people who are experienced, for example, probably you are a very experienced lady, you are cooking at your home, do it deliberately, do it. When you start doing, how much can I do? How much can I do? How much can I do? You don't even bother, isn't it? You don't even think. When you start thinking, I tell you honestly, when people start thinking at the time of cooking, the net result will be a complete mess. You cannot eat. Now this I can tell authentically because I cook. The reason we am saying this is exactly the principle Krishna is saying. As a yogi, 
whenever you perform an action you perform to the fullest of your ability now from here i want to reach uh, uh, jayanagar okay my job is to leave my home and then try to get a if i can walk yes if i can walk i'll try to walk if i cannot okay i'll get a taxi or an auto route you book it else it come it will go you are worrying about whether the auto will come whether the uber will cancel what will happen nothing will happen no result will come this is exactly the best way to keep your mind happy and content this is karma yoga vishnu is adapted he is called the sada yogi is always in that yogic posture there is an incident narrator in the purana when the samudra mantan was conducted when the ocean was kirabdi was churned many things have come from it finally came mahalakshmi when my mahalakshmi came everybody wanted to marry her because she was very beautiful to look at and then she had all the aishwaryas with her when they wanted to marry she did not bother she did not approach anybody she just looked at something which was totally black in color totally unconcerned eyes half closed then she asked everybody then nobody replied then she straight away went to that figure and asked him i want to who are you what are you lying down what are you doing she that figure said that is mahavishnu himself i am trying to find out who i am then she immediately said do you know who me he said i i am trying to find out who i am then how is it that i would know who you are do you know i am mahalakshmi i don't know i am trying to find the truth then find the truth then immediately let me said this is one whom i want to marry so the point is she was attracted to him because so intent upon doing his yoga that is his union vishnu we will get we will get one more nama where vishnu is one who is deep swarupa of yoga yoga means joining the joining the the process of joining the jivatma with the paramatma and at the same time vishnu is one who is dissociated disassociated with anything he perform that is just like water interaction with the leaf of a lotus you leave the water drop of water on the lotus it is still with there uh, i mean uh, leaf of the lotus it will be there but it will never touch itself that is the attitude one should adopt vedya vaidya satayogi viraha is capable he is of great valor madavo madhu madavo madavo ma in sanskrit means lakshmi one who has lakshmi with him the second inner meaning is there are couple of vidyas with our gukhya they are very secret vidyas uh, there are uh, vidyas uh, one such vidya is called madhu vidya <coughs> vishnu is adept at that vidya so <coughs> he is the author of he is the sole custodian of madhu vidya therefore he is called madhava and also vishnu is also he is called hamsaina later namavali uh, when we say hamsa the normal translation is that vishnu is compared to <coughs> the hamsa pakshi excuse me the more important is in sanskrit hamsa when you recite 
हमसा 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 लिटिल फास्टर हमसा 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 लेट्स बिकम सो हम सो हम सो हम सो हम दिस मीन सो हम इन उपनिषद इन देर आर फोर महावाक्या थ्रू फोर ग्रेट स्टेटमेंट फ्रॉम विच ऑल द सिस्टम्स ऑफ फिलोसफी कम the established systems of uh, advaita vishishta advaita dvaita and the later developments from them also they are tat tattvam asi that thou art <coughs> aham brahmasmi i am brahman then soham asmi i am he and <coughs> prajnanam brahma brahma is pure intelligence or consciousness now i am he is soham that is hamsa vishnu is a hamsa vidya and also he is the author of he is also present in madhu vidya therefore he is called madhu vedyo vedya satayogi viraha madavo madhu madhu in sanskrit all of us know one is honey and the second meaning normally we attributed liquor actually in liquor it is called surabana there is something different that which intoxicates even honey it is very sweet vishnu is like honey is the normal translation the correct meaning of vadu when we take it to the meaning given by the shastras and the references in the philosophy level what happens is that whatever you like in life whether it tastes very nice to your uh, palate your uh, tongue it is normally harmful to your health whatever that is sweet to your tooth whatever it is very very uh, hot spicy everything that is generally not good for health what is very good for the good the things that are good for uh, human body and mind is the food that taste bitter then the second state is the taste which you get out of nellikai right indian gooseberry these are the topmost taste after that comes the one which gives you the taste of imli that is holi so this is how the things go similarly that which gives you the greatest satisfaction for your sense organs lands you in trouble in life supposing you like something in life whether it is a thing or a person that invariably will bring you grief a thing that makes you happy at one point of time will definitely make you sad for the other part of time the person whom you love most the person whom you are going after will invariably the person will be the cause of sorrow for yourself the reason is this is the principle madhu vishnu that which you like but what that which your mind or your senses means like are invariably they are, i mean they are invariably bad for you either for your living and for your general health vishnu is the personification of personification of madhu that honey the misleading the misleading principle because he is the greatest illusions because we get in the next second sentence viraha madavo mudu because an illusion is he is a mahamaya 
ಅತೀಂದ್ರಿಯೋ ಮಹಾಮಾಯೋ ಮಹೋತ್ಸಾಹ ಮಹಾಪ್ರಹ ಈಸ್ ಅ ಮಹಾಮಾಯಾವಿ ಈಸ್ ಫಂಕ್ಷನ್ ಈಸ್ ಟು ಮೇಕ್ ದ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಕಾಸ್ಮಸ್ ರನ್ ಹೌ ವುಡ್ ಯು ರನ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಫ್ ಎವ್ರಿಬಡಿ ಬಿಕಮ್ಸ್ ಎ ಯೋಗಿ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ವಿಷ್ಣು ವಿಲ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ನೋ ಜಾಬ್ ರೈಟ್ ನೋ ದೆರ್ ಬಿ ನೋ ಸಂಸಾರ ದೆರ್ ಬಿ ದೇರ್ ವಿಲ್ ಬಿ ನಥಿಂಗ್ ಕಾಲ್ ದುಃಖ ಸಂಸಾರ ಬಂಧನ ದೆರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಬಂಧ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಎವ್ರಿಬಡಿ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಬಿಕಮ್ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದಿ ಪ್ರಾಬ್ಲಮ್ ವಿತ್ ಕೃದಯುಗ ರೈಟ್ ದೆನ್ ಕೇಮ್ ದ್ವಾಪರ ಯುಗ ಐ ಮೀನ್ ತ್ರೇತಾಯುಗ ಸಿ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ವೈ ವಿಷ್ಣು ವೀಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಮ್ಯಾಜಿಕ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಮಿಸ್ಲೀಡ್ಸ್ ಯು ವೇದ್ಯೋ ವೈದ್ಯ ಸತಾಯೋಗಿ ವೀರಹ ಮಾಧವೋ ಮಧುವು ಅತೀಂದ್ರಿಯೋ ವಿಷ್ಣು ಇಂದ್ರಿಯ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಯುವರ್ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ಗನ್ಸ್ ಇಂದ್ರಿಯ ಇನ್ ಇಂಡಿಯನ್ ಫಿಲಾಸಫಿ ಇಂದ್ರಿಯ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಯುವರ್ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ಗನ್ಸ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಇಯರ್ ಮೌತ್ ಐಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸೆಟ್ರಾ ಫೈವ್ ಪ್ಲಸ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಅತೀಂದ್ರಿಯೋ ವಿಷ್ಣು ಇಸ್ ಬಿಯಾಂಡ್ ಆಲ್ ದಿಸ್ ಯು ಕೆನಾಟ್ ಸೀ ಹಿಮ್ ಡೈರೆಕ್ಟ್ಲಿ ಯು ಕೆನಾಟ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಹಿಮ್ ಬಟ್ ದೀಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಪಾಸಿಬಲ್ when you have fact when you follow certain principles and certain practices now for this sentence atintriya vishnu is one who is not reachable with the senses you have right now at your disposal mahamayo is a personification of the greatest maya maya is the ignorance at the universal scale that is the maya the the illusion at the universal level is called maya at the individual level it is called avidya or ignorance that is in an individual level, it is avidya when it is applied to the cosmological level it is called maya mahotsaha vishnu is one who is very motivated who is always energetic and will disposed when he is carrying out his job mahotsaha because sustaining he has to run the universe because you know giving birth is easy bringing up a child is difficult giving birth to a cosmos is easy to maintain it in court and maintain the people who live there is going to be tough right and he is mahabala mahabala he is possessed of enormous strength so vishnu is vedyo vaidya satayohi viraha madavoh madhu atindriyo mahamayo mahotsaho mahabala i think the, yeah the time is fit to